Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome into episode 75 of the Dunmarks Podcast, your favorite Saturday brunch bunch. Back at it again, the best four-man booth in the business. And today we're switching it up on you folks. We got something brand new for you. So let's jump right into Bell to Bell. All right, so this week, Bell to Bell, we're going to kick things off here with a little little promo package for you guys. Tonight, streaming live on Title Match Network at the Maverick by Casa, about 20 minutes away from where we are all sitting right now. Wrestle Pit, soon to be one of the hottest indie companies in the United States, is back for their second pro wrestling event, Turning Up the Heat. And on this show, we got names like ROH Pure Title Champion Josh Woods, Honor No More member Matt Taven, Lady Frost, Marty DeMoth. But the man that'll be joining us here shortly is an international pro wrestler, a man who is building a legacy in this business, a man who tonight will battle Sean Legacy. See what I did there? <laughs> in a match that can and will steal the show. A superior athlete, a superior man, someone who's going to make this show a whole lot superior. Ladies and gentlemen, Joey Sinceri. Yo, what's up, everybody? How how can I come on here and, and, be, and be rude to you guys? Listen, I did my I did I did my homework here um, uh, and and got caught up with with a lot of stuff you've done. Uh, we'll get into we'll get into that as as we move along here. But I'm like, man, I got I got to bring this guy on with a proper introduction so he doesn't just come on and shit all over us. Uh, <laughs> it's, I can I'll only be I'm usually only mean as soon as my music hits and I go out because I got to have tunnel vision on what the task at hand. So we we could have a good time today. But you guys said you're all what, 20 minutes out from the hotel. From the venue, Are yeah. you guys coming tonight? Yeah, we're, we're gonna. I'm. I'm definitely gonna. Definitely gonna stop down tonight. Um, for sure. I don't. I don't know what these guys have plans for, but um, I will be down there. And now we. You is bell time seven p.m. Eastern or seven p.m. Central? I would. Eastern, I think it's yeah. Eastern, Eastern right? Because yeah. I lo- I looked at the little the little graphic uh, poster and I'm like, wait, it says seven p.m. Central. So does that mean they're not going live till eight? <laughs> eight? Like it threw me off a little bit, but whatever <laughs> no, the case, it, it starts at seven. Okay, starts at seven. Nice bell time. Um, so yeah, second second show ever for Russell Pitt. Um, first one. Warner Mars. Mars. What's going on? Um, first one was what back in December. You guys had your first event there. Yeah, it was like uh, November or December, somewhere around that time frame. There is a pre-show match today too. So if you do get there early, there will be a pre-show match. But go ahead. I just want to cool. get that in. No, no, absolutely oh, mm-hmm. great. No, yeah. So um, do you know who the pre-show yeah, before- match is going to be? Unless it changes, it's going to be a scramble. So Mambo Italiano won that Arkham Reality Championship, and I think the scramble is for that. So I could be wrong though, but there's a there's a couple couple people, but things are kind of things have switched a little bit, and I'll even get into that with me and Legacy. But um, okay, so if it's for that Reality Championship, Mambo Italiano will for sure be for sure be there. Cool, nice, nice, awesome. nice. Awesome. So yeah, so just um, before we get into the card itself and and talk about your match and some of the other matchups tonight, which honestly, looking at at it, and I've read off some of the names before before we brought you on here. There's a nice blend of of well known people as as well as local people and people you know that are trying to to come up in the business here. Um, so just kind of talk about how you got involved with Russell Pitt and and kind of you know what your 
your hopes are for Russell Pitt here moving moving forward? Russell Pitt so far has been awesome. I mean, it's Lady Frost and Vic Benjamin put it together. So, you know, with how much they travel and they've got their names out there, they're able to build some relationships and bring some other bigger names into the area, which just gives people like me, who I'm from Pittsburgh in my rookie year, an opportunity like last event, I got to wrestle Chandler Hopkins. Um, but it, it's awesome. All the people they're bringing in, Josh Woods, Dan Housen was supposed to be at the last one, but he got hurt. Um, Marty the Moth tonight. I mean, Lady Frost is on Impact. Cheeseburger, LSG. <laughs> I mean, there's there's so many guys that come in for this. And my hope for Wrestle Pit is just to keep showing out and it, to keep growing. I mean, the venue we're in tonight is going to be awesome. I used to go to the Ace Hotel all the time for drinks. So it's cool for me being from Pittsburgh that uh, it changed to the Maverick and we're going to have our show there. So I'd like to see Wrestle Pit just keep growing. Nice. I didn't know that it nice. was formerly the Ace, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the, the old Ace Hotel. It's called the yeah. Maverick now. So it's a cool little spot. So if you've been there before, it, I mean, it'd be cool to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're de- we're definitely familiar with the with the venue as as well as the area. Uh, we're all we're all local four one two alumni here, so to speak. <laughs> um, all grew up in the area, and that so that's awesome. You know, young. Who's young your favorite Pittsburgh wrestlers right now? Man. From Pittsburgh. From Pittsburgh. Well, let's see. <laughs> it, 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 we, we we get technicalities with from Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Because from or been through. <laughs> from, from. 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 I mean, all time, I'll probably go with. I'll go Kurt Angle. Yeah. Let's just say Kurt. Yeah. Right now, I really like watching Spencer uh, Slade in IWC. Yeah. I think he's yeah. got some talent. No, Spencer's awesome. Yeah. 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 And of course, like you said, you brought up Lady Frost, and you know, we've mm-hmm. followed her just because she was local. Um, and what she's done on the women's scene over the past, you know, year or two has been, you know, really good. Um, and she's making moves and doing her thing. So, you know, definitely keep an eye on her and, and what she's done so far. Yeah, she's yeah. a beast. She's I a beast. didn't know that she was in she was one of the ones in charge of Russell Pitt. So that's awesome. You know, just everything she's done, NWA impact everywhere yeah. else she's been. Lady Frost and Benjamin are all right by me for the most part that she, she trained at the stronghold Academy. That's where she started. That's where myself, uh, Lee Moriarty, Nikita Knight, all from there, Duke Davis, all from that same spot. So awesome. Yeah. So and you, 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 uh, Recently, I guess recently, but uh, you you picked up a win over Lee Moriarty here. Yeah, uh, not the not the the far past there. So um, that's what yeah, I tell so- people. What do me, CM Punk, and Brian Danielson have in common? I'll <laughs> <laughs> be Lee Moriarty. That's, that's that a great a- uh, bar trivia question. <laughs> <laughs> those, those are names that are not that there's name a, drop either. Yeah. <laughs> Soon enough, they'll know. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, an, an off wrestling question here for you, just because looking at the last name, um, it, you know, worker shoot, but I saw it and I'm like, you know, wonder if he's related to the Sinceri family that, uh, you know, produces a bunch of football stars here in, in the area. Um, any yeah, relation? It's all, it's all in the bloodline. Tino, Tino is a second cousin of mine. 
And there was okay. a Vinny, Vinny Sinceri that played at Alabama and then went to the state or the Saints. That's his brother. So yep. like if you're a Sinceri and you live in Pittsburgh, we're we're related somehow. Yeah, and I, unfortunately <laughs> my, we uh, it is my real name too. And I mean I just use the same thing. No. Yeah, we're we're all too familiar with Tino. Um he, he quarterback Central Catholic. We we're all uh Woodland Hills alumni graduates here. Um so we we're very familiar with the Sinceries and what they've done uh on the on the football field uh when it comes to that. So yeah, awesome, great. Um so yeah, so you you mentioned tonight's card. Um maybe things have changed between your matchup um specifically. Um, are you still wrestling Legacy tonight, or or is card Unfortunately, Legacy broke his leg. He will not be Ooh. there. So yeah. as of now, I keep telling everybody, if you watch the promo, I, I should have already won the match. <laughs> I, I suggested that we could watch my highlight film from this my rookie year. <laughs> we, could, we could just talk there for a little bit. People could come up and take pictures. But the plan is, I guess now somebody is wrestling me. I have no idea who though. So if you guys are live in attendance, you'll find out whenever I do. There you go. Nice. Open, open, open the challenge. Yep. <laughs> yeah, whoever it is, I don't know. We'll see. Now we'll you see. you've done a you've done a lot in in your rookie year here. Um, you know, I've saw you've traveled over to the UK and wrestled over there. Um, talk a little bit about that experience, especially with you know COVID and and how how that was for you and just kind of how you've tried to navigate in a rookie year, given the times that we're in right now. Uh, going overseas for me was awesome. I mean, I was lucky the UK kind of lightened the restrictions like the week before that I got out there. So it was a lot more toned down at that point, kind of like how it is now in, in the States. But so everything was cool. Just going over there. Nobody cared. I mean, people cared, but you had to watch what you do. Um, but just in general, just going out there and getting to wrestle Cole Carter, getting to wrestle Alan Lee Travis, who if you look up like Guinness Book or World Records, this man has wrestled like 600 matches in a year overseas, which is like, but try to figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) Multiple on one show and like driving, like those, those guys in the UK are wild. They'll get in their car like, uh, early uh, afternoon show, like a midday show and a night show, bro. I'm not even joking. Ooh, man, we'll do, we'll do three. That's um, dedication. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was awesome. I mean, going to London was. I'm supposed to be going back sometime soon for the same promotion, LDN Wrestling. Um, might go to Ireland for them. Might go to Brazil for them. So anytime I get a chance to put a little cute little flag on my Instagram profile, I try to always, <laughs> try to always do it. So. Yeah. Get, get that, get that stamp in the passport book. Um, yep. for sure. <laughs> so, yeah. So besides, besides Russell Pitt, um, I saw, you know, you wrestled in, in rise. You talked about LDN. Um, I believe you were in uh, warriors of wrestling as well. Um, so like how, how did you, you know, you talked a little bit about your start, but really what was the, what do you think the catalyst was for you for, for getting your name out there and being able to, to work all these different promotions right off the bat for you? It helps having a lot of friends in the Pittsburgh area that are doing so well, like um, Lady Frost, like Victor Benjamin. If you guys know Beast Man, um, yeah. I don't, he doesn't, I, it's hard to communicate with him. He's usually talking gibberish, but sometimes we can <laughs> figure out how to communicate to each other. And he helps me out with some things. 
But one of the catalysts for me was getting to wrestle Lee. I mean, if you were to ask anybody at the beginning of 2021 and even this year, who's a breakout star? Who do you think is one of the best technical wrestlers in the world? Lee Moriarty's on a lot of lists. So being able to get in there, wrestle with him was awesome. The match that Hopkins and I had at the last wrestle pit, I think was a great match, an awesome match. Um, now I just am trying to extend that out there and use that footage and use that those relationships that I made to grow even more trying to get into different areas. I was just in Vegas and wrestled Sandra moon. If you guys are, are aware of who she is um, tonight was supposed to wrestle legacy, but we'll still see. Well, something's going to happen. I'm sure. But yeah, I would say the catalyst was just the relationships that I've made and getting to wrestle Lee. Yeah. That, the, the, I guess 20, 22 minute match you had with Lee over in rise. Um, I watched that last night. Um, it was, it was a, a hell of a match, you know, move for move, hold for hold. Um, you know, you definitely, definitely held your own in there for sure. And like I said, you already picked up a victory over him. So yeah. uh, you're, you're by far and away off to a tremendous start um, in, in the business is, is getting your name out there and establishing it as a guy that can go bell to bell, no pun intended, uh, with the best of them in the ring. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. Absolutely. You guys got you guys got any any additional questions? One day it's me. PWP. <laughs> is, is there a moment that made you say, I want to do this? I want to wrestle. Ever since I was a kid, I mean, the first my first memory is of watching wrestling. I was just hooked to it is WrestleMania 14. I was at the North Park Clubhouse watching HBK versus uh, Stone Cold as a super young kid. And ever since then, I was just a fan of it. Finally got into it, and now we're here. Just trying to grow with it. Just a big fan. It's not a bad one to hook on. Kind of hurts you said 14. WrestleMania 14? Because we're we're old as shit. (laughs) Mine would be WrestleMania 6. (laughs) Whenever Hulk Hogan bodies him, Andre. Yeah, yeah. We remember it like it was yesterday. (laughs) Absolutely. Donald? Uh, If you had um, a dream wrestler that you could work with, anybody in any promotion, who would it be? Like any time frame? Yes. Mm-hmm. But like a dream one would be Shawn Michaels. He's the best of all time. Mm-hmm. It'd be great to wrestle against Shawn Michaels. Right now, I would say um, Darby Allen. I think him and I mm-hmm. honestly could have a pretty sweet match. Both pretty athletic guys, same size frame. You know, mm-hmm. I think we could do something pretty cool. Yeah, that Darby's a, Darby's a nice call there. You guys, I, yeah, I could already <laughs> – see that back and forth there um man take i don't know taking that suicide dive he gives out i you might want to say no to that move i'll just move to the side roll him in and pin him that's it there's the match <laughs> chris uh we're we're pretty er- still early on in 2022 but what do you what would you like to accomplish this year in wrestling? Is there any promotions that you would rather go into or like I mean Donald brought up matches, but is there any is there anybody that you have your sights set on for this year? Sights set on for this year. I'd love to 
get involved with some of these bigger promotions in some way. Um, it seems pretty feasible that AEW trying to get seen and get on dark or elevation could be something that could happen this year. I don't see why it wouldn't. Uh, they're coming to Pittsburgh in April, so that's always a time for if you're showing out in your in your city. That you, you have a bunch of connections here. Yeah, got some connections as well, too, so that'd be cool. I, Impact's doing something similar to that as well, too. So trying to get involved with Impact, again, having some good connections there with Lady Frost and meeting some people, that'd be cool. So just just growing, getting to be on bigger shows. GCW, um, BLP, there's so many different indie promotions, too, that would even be just a little bit of a level up from what I'm currently doing. So just growing, you know, just trying to get to the bigger shows. So you guys know, like, that's the – that's the way to go. So, yeah. you know, absolutely. Absolutely. Now you, um, you want to, I do want to wrestle Enzo though. I want to wrestle. Enzo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many people hey, are out, coming out there saying that, but I want to wrestle. Enzo. <laughs> that would be really interesting between the two of you. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I would, I would sit back and just enjoy the promo battle. Yeah. Um, to, to get me into the building for the match itself. Yeah. Um, you know, cause I, I, like I like I said, I'm watching you and, and seeing what you do here. Talk about your your character and, and talk about you know the the superior athlete, the superior man, uh, how you how you came to to develop that and and you know what you do to to show that you are superior. The superior athlete, the superior man is just turning myself up to twelve, being confident, being able to do something that a Dante Martin can do, being able to do something that Lee Moriarty could do, being able to do something that a Dean Malenko could do, a Chris Jericho could do, a Rey Mysterio, all these styles that influence me, putting that into who I am and then just turning it all the way up, being cocky about it, being almost flamboyant in a way about it, um, looking good, impressing, just being myself, man, whenever I get out there, as soon as my music hits, can't nobody uh, hold me down by P. Diddy. I'm ready to go. <laughs> that That's hit. it. That's it. You mentioned, man. you mentioned Malenko there, um, and that's somebody that obviously one of the best technical wrestlers we've seen, um, and, yeah. and I was a huge fan of him back that's in the day in WCW as the Iceman. Um, what about his, his style – resonated with you to where you wanted to take from him um as well as the the other wrestlers that you mentioned what what about their their particular styles and what they did in the ring made an impression on you malenko just of like how he can get out of a hold and put be like get offensive with it you know like he could be on his back in two seconds he's flipped around he's on top um i try to have a little bit more charisma than malenko but <laughs> being able to like use his move set and just take little things of his and little ways that he gets in and out of things is just beneficial for me because there is still a lot of people that love to watch that wrestling. You know, it doesn't always have to be like, all right, I'm going to try to kill this guy with 15 front flip move kick to the chest, you know, <laughs> sometimes an arm bar and just trying to put somebody down to the ground is just as impactful in a match. And it can look, aesthetically pleasing if you do it the right way as well too so those are reasons why i like malenko but all those lucha guys from like the mid 90s juventude ray mysterio psychosis 
all those guys, I love to watch them back on uh, like ECW even or early WCW. Um, just how they move around in the ring and transition into different things. And then guys like RVD, Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels, that's just another group of guys that I like to watch as well too. But I like to pull from a lot of different things. You're definitely getting some of the, the best of the best in there. And I, I try to watch a good one. <laughs> we we talk about this all the time too. You brought up that you're, it's just yourself just being turned up to 12. And I think we all agree that's usually the best way to develop a character because that's usually what connects with the fans the most. I think it is too. And then if you're just being yourself and you're able to just turn it all the way up, your evolution over time as well too, it could change. I mean, look at somebody like Chris Jericho. He's been Chris Jericho since freaking what? 90, 94. He's evolved mm-hmm. so much until 2022, just slight little things. He's still Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'd like to be with Joey Sinceri is I might not be the superior athlete, the superior man this time next year. I might be doing something different, but I'm going to take, myself and grow it into that you know it's it's always going to be myself just maybe in a different form absolutely what's the word we keep hearing a lot lately stupendous (laughs) 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 maybe maybe that's the evolution (laughs) (laughs) now as as a wrestler how much wrestling do you watch and are you watching as a fan or as an opportunist uh if I check something out on AEW, it's mostly if like Lee is doing something, I always like to keep tabs on him. You know, mm-hmm. anybody that I know on darker elevation, they get a shot. I'd like to watch them as well, too. As a fan, I mean, I'm usually in the gym or I'm training myself, especially on Mondays, Wednesdays. So I don't watch too, too much of anything that's going on right now. Um I mostly just watch older stuff off Peacock or things like that. Or if somebody just sends me a recommendation of something to watch, or I'll find something on YouTube that I like just to watch it more for studying purposes than as a fan right now. One day I'll get back to just strictly watching as a fan, but right now I'm super focused on anytime I'm watching a wrestling match, there has to be like a, reason why i'm watching that match is it for to watch somebody i'm going up against to watch somebody that i want to learn from because they've been in a similar situation or somebody who i'd like to try to become more of their move set or use some of their ideas and implement them in my own way so i try to just watch mostly for studying you got to be you got to be a student in a game no matter what you're in i know you know us us doing this this podcast you know just just four idiots getting together to talk about things that we love and we're passionate about. But I, over the time that we've done it, you know, I've grown to watch other people in, in their shows to see how they move, whether it's a, a Pat McAfee show or, um, you know, whether it's listening to, to Conrad and Jr. talk or, you know, just take what you can and, and try to add it into your arsenal to make yourself better um, by following the ones that are already, established in the in the industry that you want to get in is is always a good thing to do yeah no i agree all right awesome so we appreciate your your time here um you know gracious that you came on love promoting the show um so again tonight wrestle pit second event ever 7 p.m bell time doors open what around 6 30 6 
Six. Okay, doors open at six. Um, Pre-show any, match. Um, any any plans for future events that you know of right now for Wrestle Pit? Do, do they have a, a you know a, an idea on how many they want to do this year in the area? Because um, they're trying many... to do like four quarterly shows, so this will be the second right. one. So they're going to try to do two more from the calendar okay. year when they started. So. Yeah, I mean, we have, you know, we have IWC here in the area, um, but having having another, you know, true home-based promotion to go to and support um, is is something that the four of us are excited for yeah. to, to get behind and see it grow and, and develop as, as it moves forward here. So, yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, being um, able to have the show in the city, too, is, is so sweet for me, so... I'm hoping that yeah, pulls no, a lot definitely. of different fans and a lot of people that are just in the area too. Yeah. yeah that's All a great right, location so, tonight. Looking forward to seeing how that turns out. Yeah. Yeah. Open, open challenge. Don't know who's going to walk through the curtain <laughs> or down that aisle, but whoever does, they're going to be in for a long night. Once they step in the ring with the superior athlete, that's for sure. Yes, sir. That's, um, that, that's that forbidden door. specifically this this card um what besides obviously your match you're going to go out there to to try to steal the show and and be the one that whenever the fans leave that your name's on the tip of their tongues talking about what you did in the ring but what what matchups are you most excited for tonight uh based on the card that's out there right now uh jason hotch uh, Bro Keller and Matt Taven is going to be a sweet three-way match. I've never watched a pure rules match before. Do you guys know what that is? Yeah. So what? yeah, I followed ROH and, and watched it. Um, it's time. It's time. Time round. Um, you have, you know, certain um, can't use a closed fist. You're only allowed certain certain number of rope breaks um, before those become null and void. Um, it's definitely an, an old, an homage to to the old school style of wrestling, similar to what they did in the in the UK for a while with the rounds formula um, there. So I would definitely, you know, if you haven't seen it or not familiar with it, tune in for that because it, it's a different different presentation um, and goes back to like how we talked about the the chain wrestling and the transitions and move set that some people may not be into, but when it's done in a way, it's fantastic to watch. Yeah, so that's Josh Woods and Victor Benjamin, who are both legitimate mixed martial artists, too. So that's going to be a good match. Main event. Main event. Nice. And we got Lady Frost against Lufisto. Yeah, I think that one's one of those Carter subject to change. I'm not sure if Lufisto will be there. But um, I know there's a couple – good up and coming women that are going to be attending the show. So I wouldn't be surprised if lady frost still just took one of them and had a match. So it'll be a good yeah, one. I mean, I'm excited to see her live. Um, yeah. Probably unless she, wants to, unless she wants to walk out whenever I go, but I don't know if she wants to do that. In front of her. <laughs> her dad usually is there and stuff. I don't know. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. One of, one of the, the, the best moonsaults, um, that I see from, you know, men or women, um, the height she gets on that is is ridiculous. Yeah, if she Three ever times. starts doing the line salt, I got to stop doing it because I can't make it look as good as her. So <laughs> that's the only backflip that I do is the line salt. I can't do anything uh, else. Uh, absolutely, 
Absolutely. Uh, any any other questions from from the three of, of you guys, Jason, Donald, or Chris, for for Joey before we get out of here and let him let him get ready to to go down and and impress the world with his superior ability tonight. I'm I'm good on questions, I'm, but thank I'm you good. for coming on in your time yes. today. You know, oh, no yes, problem. Have a great show tonight. Yeah, yeah. See, if you guys are there, and I'm going to swing an intermission. I'll swing out. I'm going to say hey to some people. So if you guys are there, I'll I'll see you. No, absolutely. And before you go, just go ahead, plug your stuff, uh, plug WrestlePay and, and anything else you want to get across. Where can we find you? How can people, you know, tune in to Joey Sinceri? It's pretty easy to find me online. I got everything branded as at Joey Sinceri. So A-T-J-O-E-Y-S-U-N-S-E-R-I. Wrestle Pit tonight. The first show was awesome. The second show is lined up to be even better. Awesome prom- or, uh, show that these people are putting on. The venue tonight is even better. Everything's set up. It has a higher seating as well, too. It's going to have a pretty cool atmosphere inside of there. Other than that, Rise Wrestling, you could check us out. Uniontown and PA. Those are the only two PA things that I'm really doing if you're local. But at Joey Sinceri everywhere else, and then that's it. Hopefully I see you guys tonight. Yep, absolutely. There you go. For everybody here in the 412 area, get down there tonight. Support the local wrestling promotion, WrestlePrit. You will not be disappointed. It's going to be a hell of a card, and we look forward to watching it later on tonight. Thank you again for your time. We appreciate it and look forward to seeing you in in some capacity tonight. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. See you guys. Thanks. Here you have it, folks. Joey Sinceri. Local, locally produced talent that I think um, I really enjoy his work. Like I said, I've, I've watched mm-hmm. him over the last couple of days, getting familiar with him as well as so many other people that I didn't know who were going to be on the Russell Pitt card tonight. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I I really dig. Um, you can you could tell that the the Pittsburgh attitude comes out for sure. <laughs> um, so those of us that are from the area. <laughs> you know, we chuckle because we know what that is, but no, he's he's definitely somebody that I'm going to keep an eye on moving nice. forward. For sure. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that being said, uh, we got the we got the local indie promotion um, going on tonight with Russell Pitt. Um, let's jump over to the 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 uh, I guess the more nationally known promotions here in pro wrestling in the world that was Bell to Bell. Um, before we get into a couple high high level birds eye view topics that we like, um, which came up this week, um, circle back around to last weekend impacts pay per view. Um, couple big time swerves there that many people didn't see coming, but definitely made impact uh, be on a lot of people's lips and timelines this week with what they did. Not only at the pay per view, but followed that up Thursday night. Um, we had the swerve with Jay White turning on. G.O.D., as well as the heart of impact, Eddie Edwards, switching over to Honor No More. Um, did you guys catch the show? What did you think of the of the turns and, and what impact's done recently? I feel like every week there's like eight guys standing over somebody. <laughs> that's all I see. Yeah, that, that's all I saw with the picture of Jay White standing over. I was like, wow. <laughs> I've seen Eddie Edwards. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Cam. Thank you. Yeah, get get down there tonight if you can. If you're not doing nothing, um, hit me up after the show because I I definitely plan on going down there. So yeah, it was. I it was. Um, I definitely see the. I definitely did not see the Jay White coming. 
Um, that's one that completely caught me off guard. Eddie Edwards was somewhat of a surprise as well. Um, and I like what they did with both of them. Um, it, it gets people talking, gets people interested. And I keep saying it every week we're on the show. If you're not watching Impact, you need to watch Impact because they're putting on some really good work recently. And, you know, they deserve some more eyes on the product than what they've been getting. They've been building up to Rebellion, which is what, in April? Yeah, but they have a show next week, No Surrender. Okay. And I mean, but the, building up to Rebellion, you know, like everybody thought it was going to be like Impact versus Ring of Honor. Now you got this twist of the Bullet Club, you know, so where's it, you know, who knows where this is going and it'll be interesting to see the next few weeks as they build up to that pay-per-view more. Yeah, and, ne- and next week you got, like I said, No Surrender, you got Jay White uh, against Alex Shelley, uh, his former mentor. So that'll be that'll be a hell of a match. Um I believe you're gonna have Moose versus uh, Brian Myers. I believe. I can't remember off the top of my head. Him and Morrissey had a hell of a match um, for for the Impact World Title. That was, you know, big men, <laughs> big hospital. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, apparently he's he, Moose is injured. Um, he has, uh, I believe, he came out and said he has a torn labrum. At some point, he's going to have to get that fixed. So don't know how that's going to affect the plans for Impact moving forward or how long he keeps the belt. But um, who would be the next guy? Because everybody thought it was going to be Josh. So who's really the next guy in Impact? That's that's an interesting question. And I think they can go a lot of ways right now. Um, So, yeah. There's one I'm thinking, and I hope they don't go back that route. But I, I think that. Impact's gonna play it safe and do it, but we'll see. Well, who's the safety net? Who do you put it back on? Be Eddie. Who do you th- Eddie. Eddie. That's, so you he's their safety see- net for everything. So yeah. you wouldn't want to see Eddie with this with this new new attitude, I, new 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 character get a get a run with the belt. No, I don't. I'd, I'd rather see. I think that's Impact's problem right now is establishing stars just like WWE. Interesting. For 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 men and women or just the men? I, I the men. The women's a completely different thing. The that's why I watch Impact is for the women. Yeah, they yeah, Mickey and Tasha had a really good match. Um Deanna's doing her thing, you know. Um so yeah, I, I think Jordan Grace, you know. You have the uh, the inspiration versus uh, what's Matt, what's Matt, I can't can't remember what Madison Rain is called Madison Rain and uh, Tennille Dashwood are calling themselves, um, but you got those those that match up there for the knockouts tag team titles. Um, so yeah, I mean, I agree from a women's standpoint. Impact they've always been good with the knockouts, so. Definitely, definitely tune in there. Um, all right, so that was that was impact. Um, I guess from the from the the two big big boys, we'll we'll touch on stuff um, as we work through from the week. But one thing that I want to get into, um, and I sent it over in the text, is is promo school. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, you had Edge's promo on Monday Night Raw. Wednesday night, you had MJF. Then you had Jericho and Eddie, um, and then last night, you know, you had Roman and Brock, and you also had Britt 
with with Thunder. Um, hell of a week on the microphone across the board in pro wrestling. You gonna put Ronda in there? No, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Our favorite po- promo person of the year. <laughs> I hated everything they did with her last night on SmackDown mm-hmm. to, to start the show. Same. I, I did not. It didn't do her any favors at mm-hmm. all. Um, you know, rehashing everything, um, which we all know already. No. Um, it's been. It's literally been the same promo every time she's talked. She, she needs she needs a Paul Heyman. Yep. That, she needs a Heyman. Or at least someone backstage like a Paul Heyman to help her out, if not on the on the actual show. Yeah, and it, and it, and this is not me hating on on Ronda, because I do think she can talk. It's just the material they're giving her and how they want her to present it. It's just not helping <laughs> her at all. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I I don't see that being a main event, even though they already announced it as the main event of night one. Like I just don't. Her and Charlotte to me is not a main event of WrestleMania. Mm-mm. It's because of the name. That's what Vince sees. Yeah, that's it. It's just because of the name. Like that's not if, if I'm buying if I'm buying a ticket to each night individually, and I got Ronda and Charlotte night one is my main event, and I got Brock and Roman night two is my main event. I'm I'm buying the ticket to night two just on main event alone. Mm-hmm. And they got six weeks left to build it up, but I, I don't know what else you could possibly do over the next six weeks to get me invested in wanting to see Charlotte and Ronda as the main event. Just like we said before, it shouldn't have been Charlotte. <laughs> the story was written for Becky, so I think everybody's souring because of that. What are you, what are your what are your thoughts on that as the, as far as I have no issue with it. I have no issue with it. I, I told I, I love Charlotte. Maybe it's just me. Everybody else seems to hate her. I love Charlotte. I watch her main event anything. Oh, also with you, Jade, with the point of I think that the match is going to be fine. I think it's mm-hmm. going to be a good main event. There's not going to be a problem with it. It's just the build up that. Mm. It's not the match just, I want one to see, and the, the buildup hasn't been there yet. Yeah, yet, yet it doesn't it doesn't scream to me. Oh, this is this has to be this has to go on last, right? Yeah. Like I don't get that feeling from them too. Brock and Roman, yeah, absolutely get that, right? We we have a month to go, actually we, five we, weeks today, and here we are five weeks, and it feels like the way they built SmackDown last night is that WrestleMania is like in a week or two. You know, so like we, you had. You had like the announcement of the main events, and you had the contract signing for uh, for night two main event, the title uh, championship unification. Just like it feels like they're really putting the cart before the horse this year. But I mean, we'll see what the buildup is the next five weeks. So, would you put Bianca and Becky as a night one main event, or would you put as night one main event? What do you think is worthy of? Well, that's just the thing. Like they they announced what we have. We know of three matches for sure, right? Mm-hmm. We we have Bianca, Becky. We have Ronda, Charlotte. We got Brock Roman. We know those three are set in stone, right? You're probably gonna have Miz, Logan Paul versus the Mysterios. Um, you may have Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Um, but other than that, like. 
you still have both nights to fill with matches. So I don't, I don't even know what else I would say would go in that main event slot because we really don't know what else is out there from a matchup standpoint. Would you put an edge regardless? Edge and AJ, they do. If they do Edge and AJ, that's gonna be hey. that's gonna be one of those matches that, depending on where it happens in the card, like if that's like the the semi main event, it's gonna be hard to top that. I think. Yeah, yeah so if that doesn't Edge, open. Yeah, you roll them two out there right before Ronda and Charlotte. It Ronda and Charlotte are lost. That's not. I wouldn't do that as far as. You know, yeah. setting up the card, but yeah, that's WrestleMania 25 all over. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I think the better, just on paper, to me, the better match is going to be Bianca Becky. Um, I just think that they can go better than what Charlotte and Ronda can. Now, I'm not. I like all four women. Like I'm with you. I like all four of them, so I don't have a problem with either. I'm okay with if the if they're continuing with this two night event. That we see women main event one night, men main event another night. Like I don't have a problem with that, but the match itself, it doesn't interest me as much as the other one. I'd rather see the Raw Women's Championship over the SmackDown Women's Championship mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. So, um, but just circling back to what I initially got, we got sidetracked there. But circling back to to the initial promo school thing, um, based off the microphone this week. Um, Edge's promo Monday night spotlight on middle of the ring that tends to be Edge's thing nowadays. Um, you know, the the Hamlet soliloquy that he gives, and, and afterwards, afterwards, it was I saw a lot of you know, Edge is the best promo in the business, Edge is you know, doesn't miss when he's when he's in the ring by himself talking, like a lot of a lot of stuff was out there hyping the praise of that promo. Then Wednesday night came. Don't don't do it. Don't do what? Don't do it. Don't do what? Don't <laughs> don't do what? Go ahead, say it. Don't heap praise on this. On which one? MJF. Okay. All right. So what this is gonna be <laughs> here we go. This is where we're gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> What did you not like about the MJF promo from Wednesday night? It didn't. It didn't resonate with me. Okay, why didn't it resonate? And this isn't me being, you know, poking the bear with the. Why? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, just, it just didn't. No, legit, legitimately, because based, and I'll bring up reasons as to why, like based off of what I saw, and and obviously Donald and Chris can give your thoughts on it as well. But uh, just, I just curious, honestly, like, what did what did not resonate with you from that promo Wednesday? It just it you could tell it was an act. Donald Chris, I did a minor promo because to me, I think the story was getting stale, so they had to take a turn somewhere to like pull you back in. It's mm-hmm. been going on for so long, and him doing this like humane side. To him telling his story, it felt like it pulled the fans back in, especially with Palm going out there with no mic and that stuff. But you can still hear him saying, "Like, is this true? Is this true?" Boy, <laughs> <laughs> WWE does soap operas. 
Okay. All wrestling is soap opera. All wrestling is, But for me, but for me, like I said, it pulled me back in a little bit because it was just dragging. If you want to if you want to act, be good at it. Be Denzel. This is where I'm going to disagree with you. <laughs> if you want to act, be good at it. That's like, you can go out there and cut the hill promo. He's great. He's great on the mic. Don't start throwing in emotions when you can't really give true emotion. You know, it, it didn't come across as authentic to me. Chris, <laughs> it didn't come across as authentic? No. Like, from. Uh, I'm actually going to side with Jason on this one. I didn't enjoy the promo at all, like the whole thing, because um, I felt the same way. It, to me, he now from what I'm seeing, it sounds like this is actually a true story, you know. But what, shoot, it was a shoot know, promo, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it to me, it didn't feel authentic. To me, it the way the whole thing came off very fake, and I I don't know if that's just me buying into MJF as a heel that I just didn't buy into him as telling a legit like face story um but like it was so off brand for me that i just i didn't buy into any of it like after it was over i was just like okay like i saw everybody else talking about on twitter how great it was great yeah yeah it 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 didn't do that for me i haven't gone back and rewatched it yet but it actually did i I, i'll side with jason it did the the reverse for me see i and how I many times do me and Jason agree on AEW stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look at it as I didn't look at it as him cutting a babyface promo. I looked at it as the the villain giving his his origin story. His origin story, <laughs> like his. I mean, it was you know, you know, whether it's you know the uh, what's his face from the Incredibles, like you know, what I mean, it was. But it it was a shoot. It was a shoot promo. It was, and you can do promo. that. Be authentic in it. Don't give me a wide range of emotions. Just tell me your story, and I'll enjoy it. Don't don't come out with a tear in your eye no. and then be firing brimstone at the end. When you're talking about nah nah, when you're passionate nah, then come, come on, do it. Oh, but it was okay for Flair to do it after the Rumble with a tear in my eye. Okay that came off as passionate. <laughs> I, I agree. I don't feel like MJF's promo came off as passionate. It, to me, it, it was fake acting. That's the way it came off to me. And to me, if that was part of the character, him faking like not getting like he's he's it was part of the character. Okay, like like you're gonna swerve on Punk regardless. In the end, don't try like people felt people are falling for it like it's an actual. Babyface turn or something. Well, not the turn, but I mean the the words <laughs> in the story. It's it's factual, yeah. I mean, I can sit you and tell. I can tell you my story and, and not break a. I can tell you my life story and not break a tear. Yeah, but and, I mean, I think I think depending on what you're what you went through and what you're telling in the story of can can garner different emotions at the same time. It, it can, but you could tell it wasn't genuine. You could tell when somebody's out there truly, truly crying over their story. See, I, I don't know. I tend to disagree. And maybe this is just me relying on my past experiences with stuff and, and how and how I've reacted in in situations where you you've gone from, you know, 
the the range of of fighting back tears to anger to like how all that plays out in a span of of but, but you can pick up the authenticity in it. So it's your big thing is your big thing is that even even though even though it was even though it was his truth and it was his his real life story, you felt that it didn't come off as him being authentic. He played it for the camera. Yeah, no, yeah. Because the whole time I was expecting the way just I'm not even talking about like knowing MJF. I'm talking about just the way I felt his tone was delivering the promo. I was just really expecting him to to break at some point and just start laughing and just be like, you really thought I was serious about this shit or something like that. You know, like just his whole tone. Like, like I said, I just, I, I wasn't, I wasn't See, hooked at all with it. I think that was the genius in, in what he did because it made you think that he was going to do that. Like there were certain pauses in that where you go, okay, this is where he's going to crack the smile oh, and, yeah. and turn on the crowd and, you know, call you marks and everything else. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, but you never got that. It, it stayed in in the moment of what it did. I, I agree with Donald. I think it definitely added a layer to the story and made it more intriguing as to the upcoming dog collar match. Like it added that additional layer. Mm-hmm. Like you know, right now, I I yeah, I'll agree with that. I mean, right now, Punk. Like to me, looking at it, how they ended it, Punk is questioning. Okay. Like, this is just me thinking what Punk in, in that situation based off of his reaction and coming out and asking, is it true and everything else? Like, now he's doubting whether or not he can go to that level of violence in a dog collar match based off of what MJF just said. Yeah. Like, he's no, questioning just, everything he thought about the man. Just last week, it was another Friday. What do you yeah, mean? that was last week. <laughs> just last week, it was, not, it was just another Friday. Yeah, that was last week. Now, now you're over the story. Pa, yeah. Talk to my horse. Dude. Get the soap opera out of here, man. Just, just keep it matching. <laughs> this goes I, back I mean, to you. This goes back to you not needing any story. And just, yeah. <laughs> if you if you gonna give me a story, be good at it. Act it out. Great. No. All right. Well, then, so with so with that, then let's ju- let's let's we'll pause on this or circle back around to it. But then let's jump over to the other promo segment from Dynamite on Wednesday night with Jericho and Eddie. I it went on too long. I didn't see that one. And and Jericho, uh, I enjoyed Eddie because it just felt like Eddie was being Eddie. No. So Okay, so Eddie, <laughs> Eddie's believability and his authenticity comes through every time he's on the mic, right? Yeah. Like, you mm-hmm. don't ever hear yeah. Eddie talk and go, okay, he's doing it for the character or he's putting yeah. on the show, right? Eddie, Eddie feels like Eddie. Okay, so that that's what was missing between MJF and and Eddie for you was MJF didn't feel like MJF. You felt like he was just going from the beginning, from the walkout, long twenty minute promo back then. Donald, you said you didn't watch Jericho and and Eddie. No, I didn't. Mm -mm. Chris, what do you think about them too? It, It didn't connect with me either. I was I was kind of bored with that one as well this week. Man. It, it was on Jericho's in for me. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. I, th- I think and, it was Jericho. And I saw a lot of I saw a lot of people just praising Jericho for that segment in that promo, and I'm like, 
Yeah, Eddie wiped the floor with him. I'd agree with that between the two. And and take the even if you take the the the, the sports entertainer dig and tell your boy Levesque, you know that that he hated. Like I want that Jericho. Like to me, Eddie just Eddie ate Jericho up. You know, like yeah. If you're looking at these two, Eddie Eddie's the the one that you relate to, right? He's he's the guy's guy. You, you yeah. see him out on the street. He he's wearing the same Tim's sweatpants and shirt that he has on in the ring. He's wearing mm-hmm. it out walking to the store in the corner. You know what I mean? Like that's Eddie Jericho. Like you can't relate to Jericho no more. But there was some elements I figured I felt Jericho could have kept in is just like cut the promo down to have that. There was some digs he got in. Well, I thought you were a jobber and stuff like that. It was. Yeah, to me, like, Jericho. There was a lot Jericho's, of it just to been. <clears throat> Jericho for me lately, like it just, like I look at him and I feel like, like you're trying too hard to be cool. Like the, um, the influencer and the the jobber and the like the demo god and the champion and all that. Like that was like organic based mm-hmm. off of what yeah. what went on, and that was like. But now you're like pushing, pushing stuff to see to make it stick to get it over, and I'm just like like the the GFY like you know it was just like I don't. And even if we double back to the inner circle meeting, like yeah, even there that was that was powerful. It came off as like I enjoyed their part of the thing. Jericho just Jericho just fell flat with me. Yeah, I agree. And do you think this is like the next Jericho is like in that next? evolution of his character right now like you know he's coming off of um inner circle stuff mm-hmm. and maybe he's maybe he's trying to figure out where we're gonna go next maybe that was part of it you know trying to figure out where his character coming off he, he returned to pain maker not too long ago back to inner circle and now he's gonna go wherever next because it's gonna be different around for him see i think i think this may be and this this may be me jumping the conclusions on the conclusion map but not saying that that Jericho can't out promo Eddie Kingston or, or can't out promo mm-hmm. Santana and Ortiz, but maybe this is Jericho sliding into that role a la Cody, where Sports he's the one that's gonna no well, he's the one that's gonna get everybody over. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's so that and again, this is me jumping to conclusions, but no. not that he toned it down to get Eddie and Santana and Ortiz over in these promos because they're they're over, right? Especially mm-hmm. in AEW, those three people are over regardless, yeah. right? But to get them over to the next level it, from a general audience standpoint. Let them outshine you. Let them outshine you. Because it's like, oh, you got one up on Jericho on the mic? Mm-hmm. Jericho don't lose in promos. The man's yeah. been cutting promos for 25 years. Mm-hmm. Like he, He's one of the best on the mic. So wait a second. Jericho got shown up in a promo. Okay, now now I'm interested. Now I'm going to see does is he still got it in the ring or or is he lost it there too? Like you know, coming Eddie's, off a loss in the tag team match. I mean, yeah, if he goes the bum ass Corman route, it's the <laughs> it's the lows and lows. <laughs> you gonna drop him that low? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I I enjoyed it. 
I thought Eddie was Eddie was superb. Um, for me, Eddie can talk anybody in the building. I've been saying that since day one, since I first heard him in in NWA. Like, and whenever I saw him in Impact with Santana Ortiz as, as LAX, like it just whatever it was with him, it just automatically resonated right off the bat for me with him. I know you guys feel differently about it, but um, like, and then hearing his story and that Jericho touched on it, you know, with the your physical look, your mental health, whatever the case may be, like reading his article, um, you know, that he put out there in his interview, like it just, he, he resonates with me for whatever reason. Um, so I'm never not going to be a fan of Eddie Kingston. Um, I don't know whether or not the match is going to be good. Yeah. Like <laughs> style that's make me. fights. Yeah, Styles make me. fights, and I don't know if this is the best stylistically, unless Jericho mm-hmm. Chris goes to that that painmaker route where he's just in there brawling and everything yeah. else, which he can do. Yeah. yeah, and I think that would be better suited for this this Talking match about, coming yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. Don't don't give me line salts and and <laughs> hurricanes like get in there and brawl and, and that he's having a lot of difficulty way. with these days. Be a brawl, right. but don't be a street fight. Don't be yeah. a Yes. Don't be a gimmick match. Just be a brawl in the ring. Maybe it take might, it outside the ring. Do we have a gimmick match yet? We got the dog collar and in the face of the revolution. Uh, no, I'm, I'm more like a, a street fight style, but uh, um, yeah, maybe not yet. Dog collar, <laughs> dog collar could fit in there, but yeah, you don't have a street fight yet, so <laughs> or right, a lights so, out match. So, so for. For Jason and Chris, neither one of the the big promo segments on Wednesday night resonated with you guys. What did you think about Edge's promo on Monday night? I I enjoyed it because it felt he just, it just feels like he brings you in, like so all the focus is on him and he can keep your attention. But was it that, out of the, was it out of the park? Eh. It felt like an Edge promo. Yeah. It was just an edge promo. Doesn't doesn't need to praise. It was just, just an just an edge promo. That's all what, what it was. Was it an okay promo? Yes, but I'll agree with that. It, I've heard it before. He's yes. done that. He's done that promo before. So yeah. it's like it, Monday night that didn't do anything for me either. <laughs> watching that, but if he hadn't, if like I haven't heard that the past couple of years at WrestleMania, maybe Very it would have been better for me. But he's done that. You know, it seems every time this year he does that same style of promo and he did it back then too with the undertaker <laughs> the same thing did the did the did the teases the the hints the drops during the promo get you excited at all for the possible matchups because no. we had the phenomenal line obviously everybody connects that to aj no we had the what was it the undeniable cody and then your inner demon to me i took that as being finn mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Which Edge has said he's wanted to work with Finn, you know, back when him and Christian were doing the podcast. Um, it, out of those, out of those three possible matchups for Edge, who out of those three would you want to see him face at WrestleMania? I think you AJ. all know my answer. AJ. AJ. <laughs> yeah, I think him and AJ got to happen. Um, yeah, and shout cool. out to AJ for securing the bag. Man, resigned with oh, WWE. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Upwards of three three million a year. Um, Does it seem like we've had this conversation though a few times the past year that oh we hear AJ's resigned we heard AJ's resigned it's like like this wasn't like the first time I think in the past year that we've talked about AJ contract yeah but this is the first time that AJ's actually come out and said I've resigned so 
you know, it, it's no longer rumor and innuendo. He actually confirmed that he that he signed, and he even said that after this, you know, whether or not he hangs it up after this next contract run, he he wants to work backstage in some capacity at WWE. So yeah. he is he's a he's a lifer there now. Yeah, he says he really enjoyed his time down at NXT and could see himself as a coach or something like that. Yeah, I mean, if you get him and Shawn Michaels down there in NXT, like that could—that's a huge, huge yeah. get to where you can build up that developmental talent Absolutely. with those two. Um, still, that—that's probably one of the dream matches that I—I I wanted to see and never got to see um, yeah. was Shawn and AJ. <laughs> Oh, so that brings up uh, my point that I was trying to uh, do a couple weeks ago. Is AJ uh, Impact guy or WWE guy now? Well, that's an interesting question. I mean, time time wise, if you look at number of years, by the time he's done with this run, it will be what almost equal, if not yeah. more, in WWE than he had in Impact. Mm-hmm. It's so, been yeah, it's been yeah. long. Yeah, it's been that long already. I mean, I like him. Twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. Look! Look! I mean, he's already—he's uh, already on six years. Like the mom haircut, that's WWE. <laughs> you gotta break it down by hairstyles. But that was before WWE. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that was before that. He had that in, uh, towards the end of his impact run. That was yeah, like his yeah. his thing <laughs> that he was going with. But I forgot Jason don't know AJ Styles pre uh, 2016. To your question, Don, I think. I think I'll always see AJ Moore as an impact guy just for mm-hmm. how many years I followed him there. And but at the same time, to me, I never saw I don't really want to classify him as one type. Because yeah. to me, AJ Styles, whether it's TNA, NWA, uh New Japan, um, or WWE, to me he's still probably the greatest in ring performer of this generation. And you know, that I think he can do that anywhere. So yeah. he's just a wrestler. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not tied down by like one promotion. Yeah. All right. So we, I'll, I'll say AJ. Um, yeah, I think I think AJ is the right call here. You got to you got to get them to at some point to touch because it yes. is a, a, an all our dream match. Mm-hmm. Um, that if you tell the story right, I mean, I don't know what story you could tell, but you could you could tell a story to where you would want to see that in the main event slot on night one. I think the best thing that AJ's done the past few years is really establish himself as a WrestleMania main eventer. You know, we talked about Shawn Michaels and it's almost, I'm not saying he is that, but he's, I think he's taking a page out of Shawn Michaels, Hmm. you know, you know, he's definitely stolen the show more times than not on Mania based off of his matches. And I mean, you've had, you've had the undertaker now give him, Hmm. you know, uh, his dues that AJ is such a great wrestler and, Hmm. For Undertaker, it was Kurt Angle telling him, "Hey, you got to wrestle AJ. You know, you're you're not good. He's the best one to do it." And so you had Kurt Angle, you had the Undertaker. I'm sure now you're going to get Edge's seal of approval, you know. And it's just he wanted Triple H, but unfortunately that didn't happen, and that's why we got what we got last year. But it's just he is who he is. He <laughs> he's phenomenal. All right, so. Jumping to last night with with Britt and Thunder with the contract signing. Let's pose this question out there. We had two contract signings last night. Brock and Roman, Britt and Thunder. Which one did you like more? Britt. Roman. 
I didn't get a chance to see either. I was I was at the airport. <laughs> I was I was shocked last night where it was it was nine thirty seven and Roman's music hit. Yeah, and I'm like, they're going to carry this out for twenty <laughs> minutes. But you know, ten minutes is always his entrance. Well, you had entrance, <laughs> and then you had uh, you had commercial breaks. Two commercials. So, yeah, and I was like, this is, this is a lot of time mm-hmm. to to give to it. Um, I thought Roman was great last night. Um, Brock doing what Brock does. Just to see um, him come from where he was to where he's at now. Like when he when he snapped and got out, like this is mine. This I enjoyed all of that. And then Paul staring down Brock the whole time. I just that <laughs> did it for me. It is by far the the even though we've seen this match so much. You're right? just getting it how many times? Right. It's, it's different. It's different this time. Yeah. And I don't need Tagline of biggest WrestleMania match of all time. I don't need that. Okay. Um, you're getting it. You're going to get it. Hits different. <laughs> That's what you're going to get. And Heyman brought up some of the matches last night. Biggest WrestleMania. I mean, Brock Roman unification. Is that mm-hmm. bigger than Hogan Warrior? Because no. it, it unified the the IC and the WWE Championship at that time. It, it was just they just got both titles. It wasn't unification. Um, is it is it the match that's the biggest of all time, or is it the stipulation that's the biggest of all time? Because to me, it's the stipulation, not the match. It might uh, might be the stipulation because the landscape's going to change after this. Yeah, the the match isn't the biggest Allegedly. of all time. Allegedly, <laughs> you get the you get a, a screwy finish. <laughs> <laughs> Carry it to uh, SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah, he, as as much as I enjoyed the the Roman Brock on SmackDown, I I got to go with Brit and Thunder. Um, for me, it Brit again promo wise. To me, she cut a hell of a promo last mm-hmm. night and called Did out the shortcomings. What's that? To me now, all she is is DMD. That's it. The brother promo didn't hit either. Really? Nope. Yeah, yeah. I, was I was more. I was more. I was more. I more wanted to see what Jamie and Mercedes was going to do. No, I was more interested yeah. in that. I'll, I'll. This is the one that me and you will disagree with AEW on. Mm-hmm. This one. This one. Thunder and Britt both drew me in on this one. But I. Not to say that it, it drew me in any more than what I mm. already was, but I, w- I think it finally gave that interaction that you need to tell that story b- building up to the match. And I was glad to finally get that. It's It's been a year in the making, yeah. right? Literally almost a year to the day in the making. And they haven't touched. And maybe that's sour for me. They haven't interacted. Mm-hmm. They haven't done it. I mean, like just a little bit recently. Been, that's when, it. When are you when are we getting it? When are we getting it? Who's gonna be the one to dethrone Brits? It's Thunder. When are they gonna pull the trigger on Thunder? They need to get back and tell this story and finish it off. And like to me, the whole keeping them separate for the year has just added into what we're getting now and started to culminate last night with the contract signing. Brick's like, line of who got over in that match? You that won or me? I love that. That, that was, was probably tremendous. my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and calling it out. I got the t-shirt. I mm-hmm. got the action figure. I got the I got this and held up the belt. Like, what did you get? 
So who really won? I mean, that was yeah. tremendous, like you said. So, Absolutely. So do you? So we're a year later, like you're saying, and you know we'll we'll probably get more into this when we do our prediction show for Revolution. But right now, a week away, do they put the belt on Thunderverse at Revolution? Yeah, they do. The pop's going to yeah. be tremendous. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's time. The next question: Do you put it in the main event? AEW has not had a women's mm-hmm. match main event and pay per view yet. No. I say would, yes. Would I, I think, yes? I think the story's bigger than um. You're killing, Hangman you're killing and, Hangman. Then then Hangman. You're, 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 everything's overshadowing Hangman right now. That's a valid point. It, it is. He's getting the Big E treatment. Sorry. I don't. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go that far and say he's getting the Big E treatment because I really enjoyed what he did Wednesday night, mocking the story yeah. time with Adam Cole sitting down, yeah. giving more, giving more of their history, more of their backstory. Cole and Bobby Fish were tremendous. Uh, hearing the ad libs that they were doing, mm-hmm. Bobby Fish is like, "Yeah, what, what grave are you talking about? <laughs> what do you, what do you even mean, graveyard? Like, what is he? What are you doing? Like." I thought them two outside the ring were tremendous, but I really liked what Hangman did Wednesday night. Like, I, it got me on board for seeing them two go at it. The only th- I think, unfortunately for me, and I think I brought this up before the past few weeks, I think there's so many things going on with like Adam Cole and that whole storyline. That one, I don't think I think that's going to be Cole's downfall in that match and why he won't win the title. But I think that all the other stuff is overshadowing his storyline o- over Hangman. Like, like I don't think they, they this week was probably the best they've done to actually do Hangman versus Adam Cole. Instead, yeah. it's just been so much of the inner strife of the groups than Hangman. And that's 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 actually a complaint I have on AEW more than once that sometimes storylines overlap one another too much and they don't mm-hmm. focus on one mm-hmm. story yeah. for the title. For me, if I was booking it, I would have this match at a double or nothing. Yes. I, I, I would, yeah, I'll have it a double or nothing. I would have just fed somebody else to Hangman for now until you built a legit story with it. If they're giving Cole the title belt. If they're not, I can understand. Yeah. I'm not putting a double or nothing. I like for me if you're if Thunder and Brit is not a main event of a pay per view, then what women's match is going to main event a pay per view for AEW? It's very true. Current and I don't, I don't, I don't look at it so much as overshadowing Hangman with with him not going on last. It's just you know we talk about women's women's revolution and women's wrestling and everything else and the story and who each of those two women are and what they mean to that company, as well as to the fan base of that company, your diehards of AEW um, that just watch AEW only. Like those two are the golden gooses as far as babyface heel in AEW from the women's side of things. Like I said, I just, I don't know if, if, if you don't pull the trigger on it now, then when and who? because I don't think you're going to get what you have right now in these two, given the the year-long build and story and what Britt's done. 
with Thunder has has you know gotten knocked down and come back, losing in the TBS tournament when she was a favorite. Like, I just like you got to me. You got to put it on last, and we'll I see what they do next week yeah. because ne- next week Donna might could you know it could catapult Hangman and Cole to me wanting to see them in the main event. Yeah. Right now, as of, as of today, what they've done so far, I would want to see Britain Thunder in the main event. And where do you go with Britain Thunder next week? Do you do anything with them? I mean, you got to do something. You got to do it, all, whether it's on Dynamite or Rampage, you got to do something with them. But what else I can do you see do a, I can see a tag match next week. Okay. If, if, if you know, they they do decide to have them touch before the pay per view. You could have Mercedes and Thunder against Britain, Jamie. But mm. yeah, I mean, I don't know. Don't know if I necessarily want that either. They could just beat each other's face, you know, face off. Britt holding the belt up. Don't have to touch just in each other's face yeah. after like one of their lackeys and matches and all that stuff. Something. Right. Um, looking at the card for Revolution, it's a it's a stacked card. It's a loaded mm-hmm. card. Um, a lot of good matchups for me, top to bottom, so far with what they've what they've introduced. And I know we we can't compare a one night pay per view to a two night pay per view. Um. But based off of what they've announced for Revolution and what you have going on for WrestleMania right now, which which pay per view are you more excited to watch? Revolution. You even gotta ask me. Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay. Here, maybe this will sour, maybe this will sour you on WWE. Nothing. It won't. <laughs> it won't. So. Announcement was made last night. Pat McAfee will have Vince McMahon on his show this week. I believe it's going to be Monday at noon. Thursday, uh, I think. Thursday? I think so. Rumor is, is that this is going to set up a feud between Vince and Pat <laughs> for WrestleMania. They don't get theory. Thursday at noon. <laughs> Are you are you are you good with having seventy six year old Vince McMahon? If he comes in the all black, yes. <laughs> if he comes in the all black with the gloves, all yes. black everything is just different. <laughs> if he comes, yes. If he comes, <laughs> all black everything just hits different with Vince McMahon. <laughs> but it's it's not going to happen. You're going to get theory. So I mean, you're wasting your breath. <laughs> You get Theory by himself versus McAfee, or do you get them in a handicap match, Vincent Austin versus Pat? I can't believe I'm saying Pat McAfee in a WrestleMania match in 2022, but here we are. Hey, any chance to get McAfee back in the ring, I'm all for it. (laughs) It doesn't make sense, though. You don't want to see Pat in the ring, Steve? Why don't you just put put the strap on Pat? Put the strap on Pat, but not whenever he's facing the chairman of WWE. I don't need him and Vince. Even if they would put Theory in there, it doesn't make sense. I'll, I mean, all that is is a placeholder. It doesn't. Well, you got you got six weeks to build it, and they're going to start the build Thursday on the Pat McAfee <laughs> So, and you know, Pat can get anything over. If Vince can give me a Canadian destroyer, 
It's all good. Call, call, call up that funny. Gosh. Both quads gone again, right? <laughs> or more. I don't, I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't, I, you know, I'd be surprised. Know to see him yeah, I don't. I don't know how much of this I actually believe. Um, <laughs> I mean, when have, granted, okay. Let me ask this: When has Vince McMahon done something interview-wise that's not WWE or beneficial to? Or you I mean, mean like it's uh, a few? But <clears throat> I mean, when's the last time in general are rare? So that's what I mean. Yeah, you're, it, it's it going is. on. It's very rare. Going on past show, like. Mm-hmm. This is and granted, Pat's awesome. Pat's amazing. Like he, you know, he's one of the people that I watch just from like I said when we were talking with Jelly about studying people that you want to to get better from. And he's him and what they do on their show is one of the ones that I watch, but I just don't I don't need Vince in 2022. No. No. Don't. He's not gonna be in the ring. <laughs> Maybe he's giving you a big announcement. Speaking of that, maybe he bought ROH. <laughs> do you think we're getting? Do you think we're getting? You know, Tony buying ROH, and and we get the the Cody coming out a la Ric Flair on Raw. But hey, the name or Shane name doesn't say Con. <laughs> it says Rhodes, <laughs> and Cody takes over ROH. I'd, I'd save that for the pay-per-view. I wouldn't give that away on TV. That's that's me. I mean, do we do we realistically with Cody? Do you think he he goes to WWE like after after everything that's been said and done on both sides of the board? Do you actually right. see him going back to WWE right now? No, no, I don't. I need him to be a stay-at-home dad right now, like he's saying he is. <laughs> Take some time away. I don't. I'm Get okay that Cena, that. that Cena, wash off you and come yeah. back, and then get I'm that okay new Cena wash on you. I'm okay with him being off TV. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt. If there's one thing we've talked about before too, is that how Vince doesn't hold grudges. If it's best for business, you know, Vince moves on. So, you know, could he return? Yes. Like, I don't think that. I don't think a bridge has been burned there, but. Mm-mm. I don't think with him, no, not at all. I mean, I think that was proven with Eric Bischoff being signed by the WWE. You know, <laughs> like, but yeah, I don't. I, yeah, it to me, I, I think this is going to end up just being working. Cody's back in the company at some that's, point. Yeah, that's what I think too. In AEW, I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else from from wrestling that you guys want to get into that you may have seen come across? We talked about AJ's contract. Um, I mean, two other contracts that were talked about this week. Uh, however much we want to discuss into it, though, is, you know, Cesaro left the WWE and AEW picked up Brian Cage's option for another year. Surprising. Yeah, yeah surprising with that. Cage, Cage said to have told that to his, his people um, <sighs> that he was shocked that they actually did it. Um, I think... I don't know whether it was the booking of Cage or Cage himself or what, you know, Melissa said. I, I have no idea where things went left on Cage um, in AEW. Yeah. But 
the man say what you will about him promo wise or charismatic wise or whatever that he can he can wrestle in the ring and he's had a lot of good matches with a lot of top talent in various mm-hmm. companies um I was a huge fan of Cage and Lucha Underground. I loved, I liked what he did in Impact. I was excited to see him come into AEW. And then I just think the whole team task thing, and, and I think really what really hurt it and him was the whole Stark's neck injury because yeah. we never got that finished. And after that, it was just like, okay, well, where are we going to pivot to with him and then the stuff with what Melissa said and everything else, like it just it's like that snowball thing where it just got out of control and he's been off TV for how long? So no, no, is this um, a is this a paid ninety day situation? Like no, no, they picked him up for a year. I mean, not, I mean, I'm saying like you know, keep you so you can't go elsewhere, or are they actually going to use him? Is he getting paid to sit in catering, or are they going to actually going to? Do something. Oh, where does he fit right now? What's the point at old WWE? Like you can't go nowhere because we uh, just pulled your option. Seeing the contract, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping we, that this actually that they actually do something with him. Like, hey, we're we're keeping you for another year for a reason. We're in a show that we want to do something with you. If they do that with him, I don't know. I mean, I'm not the biggest Brian Cage fan in the world, but they could do better with him than what they have. Yes, and and we've seen AEW let contracts come up and not and not resign and just, you know, let them go about their, their business and their way. Um, so for him to be one of, you know, there's only a couple of talents that have had that, that extra year exercise before, you know, they've signed a, a longer deal, but I mean, Jericho bucks, um, that's probably about it. Right. Cody, Cody didn't, they didn't use it with Cody. They let Cody walk. Um, I think they did more with Joey Janela and they released him. Or let his contract expire. Yeah, so I I do think they're keeping him around for a reason. Whether or not it plays out well, who knows? But we'll see. Um, Cesaro was the one where that that hurts from a locker room standpoint. If you're WWE, mm-hmm. yeah. that one really really hits in a way that you don't want it to hit as far as morale and and all that. Um, Right before WrestleMania, yeah. So, um, don't know if it was a you know reports where it wasn't a money thing. It was the way that he was booked and everything else. And I don't know. Some people say he's the greatest ball dropped in WWE history, and there could be a few names rattled off there. But you know, last night seeing Big E ride a quad down in the ring just made me think. Okay, this is why Cesaro left. Uh, they have a toy that plays into that. So, <laughs> see. <laughs> WWE, baby. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, That's your Austin tease. I, Cesaro is a different type of person for me. Like, I'm interested to see where he goes, but no matter where he goes, he's going to have great matches. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's just a given. It's just, what does he choose to just make appearances or do a contract with somebody now? To me, you I think Cesaro would best be used in NWA. And I'll put Impact it too. I'm actually hoping he goes to New Japan. When I was thinking about Cesaro, I was thinking, give me a great wrestler who's not a good character. That has the accolades. 
Oh man, you're like that's yeah. top of the head. <laughs> I mean, just championships or yeah, Malenko. I talked about him earlier. You know, not a great character, but damn, can he wrestle? Uh, Lance Storm, another one. Um, of a major company. Lance Storm was ECW, WCW, WCW and WWE. He was a WWE champion? He was Intercontinental European tag team tag. champion. Top guy. I don't know if you're ever going to get that. Yeah, I'm not saying Cesaro should definitely have been the top guy, but... I mean, there's people that think he, he yeah. should have been. I think, I think Cesaro has a lot more character... Than what WWE let him go with mm-hmm. over the course of his run over the, the last decade. I, I think if you look back at him whenever he was Claudia, hello. If you look back at him whenever he was Claudia, hello. like I think there's a lot more character and personality that Cesaro can can give off. And and I've heard it in interviews that he's done with people. Like you've seen him on Up Up Down Down. Like mm-hmm. he can be entertaining and can yeah. be. You know, and whether or not it transitions, some guys, some guys are great characters backstage, but as soon as that light hits, it doesn't come across on TV. And there's a list of those guys, right? <laughs> but I mean, to me, the comparison for Cesaro for me is Mr. Perfect. He was never that top guy, even though I wanted him to see him be a top guy mm-hmm. for whatever reason. You can go based on era, who was who was the top guy at the time, everything else, but. For me, that that's the comparison I get for Cesaro. He's Mister Perfect. Don't hate that. Yeah, but I would I would like him to I I would really like him to go to the NWA. I think he fits that mold. Um, he can have really good matches with you know just thinking him and Nick Aldis, him and Doug <laughs> Williams. Hell, even him and Cardona right now. Um, yeah. You know, somebody that can come in to restore honor to the NWA. Cesaro could be that guy. Um, if yeah, he just, did it, I wouldn't be mad that he went there. I just think he deserves to be somewhere that's going to get more like chined on him. But given nowadays with social media and everything else, like where can you go that doesn't have light on you? And more and, eyes. And, well, I mean, look, every, at Card- look at Cardona. He's an Impact GCW and NWA. He's getting eyes on him in three different companies right now. Yeah, he is. But what's the peak on each of those eyes in each company? You know, there's there's other there's other companies that he could go to. I th- I mean, I think for me, I think New Japan would get more eyes on him than anything. If he would do something like a Matt Cardona where he goes to different companies, I'd be cool with that. You know, that, that's not a bad idea. But... Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Anything else for Bell to Bell this week? Uh, again, good. thank you to Joey Sinceri for coming on, hyping up the Wrestle Pit show tonight. If you're local in the area, 412, Bell Time, 7 o'clock, get down to um, the East Liberty area, the old Ace It'll be a hell of a show, 7 to 10. Come down, tune in for a good night of of pro wrestling here locally. Um, All right, with that, I'm thirsty. Let's drink a beer. Chug, 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 chug. All right, this week's Drink of the Week is brought to you by um, 
drink responsibly and by responsibly i mean don't spill any beer and with that we have the speedway stout it is an imperial stout with coffee by l smith rich chocolate coffee Jason, this is your selection, and I don't think you realize what you picked up whenever you grabbed it. This is like the complete opposite of what you like. <laughs> I was only looking for numbers. I was looking for the highest volume. Yep. So this is 12% alcohol by volume. Um, so back this, up back think, weeks. Man, this I, is think big this boy. Is the, I think this is the highest uh, alcohol content beer we've done on this on this segment. Next time we're going, I think I think so. Last week was ten point two. So mm-hmm. next week we're going to the <laughs> Jay's gonna Jay's probably Ooh, gonna hate this man. man. That smells. Oh no. They're out of San Diego, California. You definitely get the you can tell it's 12%. Yeah. It's definitely not killing me like the other ones do. Oh, it will be. I mean, off the top of my head, the only other beers that I can think of that are up there this high in alcohol content that I've had before previously would be like Mad Elf from Trogues. I think that's around 12%. I think the the beer last week was was a lot more was was a smoother drink, and that was ten point two. This is yeah. a little bit higher, um, but you this is definitely you're definitely drinking a stout. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, this is no hiding it. This is in your face. It's good once it hits the back nostrils and all that flavored shit kick in. This is my style, but I'm not enjoying this. Good start, bad finish. I think I think maybe because if you're looking at the label here, it's you know chocolate roasted malts dominate the flavor. Notes of dark fruit, toffee, and caramel. Healthy dose of locally roasted coffee added to each batch. It the coffee is definitely there. in this this beer for sure like and if you're not a coffee guy if you're not like especially like just drinking dark coffee like black coffee if you're a cream and sugar guy this is going to be like this isn't going to be for you you know if you like your coffee black if you like your coffee black this is this is right up your alley if you like a dark roast coffee black yeah yeah and i'm I'm not a fan of i'm not a fan of dark roast coffee so this this kind of falls falls short on me but i agree from a stout standpoint, I I mean I like it, I enjoy it, but I I probably wouldn't uh, I wouldn't pick this one up again if I'm out and about. So who was the one that we had a while ago where it was like all we got was like burnt coffee bean taste? Does anybody remember? It was in that a can. One? Yeah, um, that's what this reminds me of. Was it Rusty Rail? We haven't had a Rusty Rail in a while. Yeah, yeah no, no sure. yeah, I don't even know if we had a coffee with them, but yeah, that's what. That's the first thing that came to mind whenever I drank this was that beer. Like, yeah, I'll go. I'll go uh, on the sumo scale one to five. I'll give it. A, I'll give it a two point two five. I'll give it a one. Not up my alley. I think I'm going to go one point five, and I'm only giving the extra half because of the alcohol percentage on it. 
Um, but I don't know. It's like, like you said, it's like a, a, a dark roast coffee that you're getting there, but kind of like the burnt beans. And I don't know, I think with the, the high alcohol content, like the flavor to me, honestly, is like, I'm tasting like a black licorice, like an, like an anise licorice. And it's the whole, the whole flavor profile. It doesn't work for me at all. I think it, I think it would be better, better suited if it wasn't a 12%. Like Possibly. If, it was, if it was, you know, a little less, um, get more of the natural flavors coming out of the style. Yeah. Than anything. Yeah. So, all right. That's uh that's the Ale Smith Speedway Stout. If you see it out and about, pick it up. Uh, let us know. Hit us up on social media what you think about it. Jason, do you uh, give yours? Um, not won't have another. I'll give it a one since nobody else wanted have another one either. So, I I, I tell you what, the one got to go here coming up shortly may be interesting after the four of us just drank this twelve percent alcohol. <laughs> don't know if anybody else is eating anything today, but I haven't. So that's first thing. I haven't eaten. Got <laughs> right. some Reese's uh, pieces. We, that's a bit about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is this is a little uh, pulling back the curtain here. Are we are we going to get into sports before we do one? Got to go. Whatever you guys want to. No. Yay, nay, maybe. We can go to one go go if you want. We can go to one gotta go. I mean, there wasn't too much sports. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh yeah, fuck it. We're not even gonna do the toast this week. I don't feel like it's <laughs> <laughs> this I like this. The beer was bad. Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, let's go right into one gotta go. <laughs> All right, before we, before we give the review <laughs> and the results from last week's One Gotta Go, I was not on the show last week uh, to give my opinion so on you the lost again. movies. So, Steve, um, it's between Notebook, Titanic, My Girl, and A Walk to Remember. Yeah, so I thought there was way too much praise for A Walk to Remember, Mandy Moore, all this. Get the fuck out of here with all that, okay? All right? But with that being said, I'm going to kick the Notebook off because... Um, four for four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a uh, so I saw I saw a thing this week of characters in movies that get way too much praise whenever they really shouldn't based off of the actual character and yeah anytime anytime you threaten to do something to yourself if a girl doesn't go out with you you need to get off the off oh, the book okay. the show so <laughs> we got to we got to get that one anymore <laughs> so let's get let's get the book out of here <laughs> oh did you get any uh feedback about us kicking the notebook off i got a lot of it <laughs> a lot of you guys ain't sensitive enough you don't know what you're talking about you're not a man i was like dang i got called not a man you can't hot dog you can't can't drink a beer can't, that's just, just, just just nothing all <laughs> right what so, the poll results say so the poll results said titanic gotta go but right behind that was, was a tie with the notebook and my girl. Walk to remember got the least my, amount of votes. My girl, Everybody loves my Mandy girl Moore. My, my girl, girl is about my girl. Oh, my, my girl, girl is the best one on that list. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I watch it anytime it's on nowadays. Like I, it, it still hits home. It's it it's literally you know. When I sent my poll results over to Chris, I was like, "Your eyes are not deceiving you," because my girl was number one on mine. <laughs> What? Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> it was like, wow. That's crazy. 
right. What do we got this week, Jay? Um, we're going. Did we get this? Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> Best streaming services out right now. We're not bang for your buck. None of that. What are you watching? So wait, 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 because you're you're throwing me off here with how you're posing this. Is this is this the one that I'm gonna get off the list? Yeah. Yeah. Or or overall, which one do I think is the, the no, best? which one gotta go? You you know the name of the game. Well, I'm just saying the way you pose the question is completely opposite of how we play the game. Like <laughs> which one are you kicking off? Okay, streaming services. There we oh, go. Oh man. Not good with words. <laughs> All right, so um, for me, looking at this list right now, Disney Plus is is staying for me. Um, my, I, it's a it's a nostalgia thing um, as well as the newer content is great um, with the Marvel stuff and, and Disney, you know, Disney Plus with the Marvel shows that's come on the past year plus moving forward. Um, I still watch, you know, the quote unquote kid movies, um, you know. <laughs> my daughter and that but i disney plus is staying that's not going um hulu i don't watch hulu as much as the other three that are on this list uh not saying that hulu doesn't have content for me to watch because it does i just tend to not go to that one like right now for anything hbo max i've been on hbo max just because of peacemaker but then i got dragged back in and restarted watching deadwood um to rewatch that series and God, I missed that show. I love that show. Um, Netflix, Cobra Kai, last chance. You, um, Narcos. I was watching daredevil and all that Punisher, but that's getting ready to get pulled off the platform. Um, I will say Netflix moving forward is probably the weakest out of these four and to keep raising their prices. So Netflix got to go. Uh, for me, I'm keeping Netflix just because of Cobra Kai. Uh, Hulu is my anime source now, and that's what replaced my wrestling watch. So I can't get rid of Hulu. Um, HBO is my adult content stuff. I like watching the old shows that HBO had. And I like the um, the DC stuff on there. They have all the DC animated movies. Disney, I just watch for like the new stuff that comes out, the Marvel stuff, but I really don't watch Disney. Uh, the kids use it more than I do, so Disney Plus has to go for me. Hey, if you see two kids come off screen and choke them out, <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Are they home now? <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> What'd you say, Uncle Donald? <laughs> Uh, for me, the one that I'm using the most right now is probably HBO Max. That's been getting, um, most consistent. Uh, after that, Disney Plus and Hulu. I got the got the bundle with ESPN Plus as well. That's not going anywhere. Um, probably a mix of those three I use consistently. Um, Netflix, I just don't watch as much. I almost canceled Netflix about whenever Disney Plus launched just because so many shows that I watched on there that they canceled probably the only thing that I really do watch right now is uh, Cobra Kai. And then um, I am going to try to watch Ozark soon since that's just about to end. I haven't got on that train yet, um, but I'm going to cancel Netflix off of this list. Jay uh, Disney staying 
nostalgia's sake. I barely go on there, but even I mean, Marvel drops something on there. Uh, HBO Max, that's staying. Hulu, I don't even log on, but I feel like just because I can go back and watch TV, stuff that I missed, I'm going to keep that. Netflix, Cobra Kai saving you. you know, it, uh, Cobra Kai can't save you. They got to go. It's called Netflix and chill for a reason. Nobody's watching. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they see, I think that I think the problem with Netflix, uh, where they where they went wrong is that prior pre pandemic, right before the pandemic hit, Netflix sunk all their money in the live comedy. Right. Mm. You signed all these big comedians to big time deals. They were going to do tours, live shows, everything else. And that was going to be your go to for comedy. Right. Chappelle, Eddie Murphy, Brett Kreiser, like all these guys, uh, Kevin Hart, like it was Netflix was the home base for that. And that's kind of where they shifted their model to. They got away from their original mm-hmm. content and then the pandemic hit and those guys weren't able to go out and do tours and do shows and everything yeah. else. And they never really replaced that void. Um, like I said, besides Cobra Kai, we got Ozark, maybe Stranger Things. Like other than that, Stranger really Things not... is gonna wrap up soon. Yeah, Squid mm-hmm. Games. I, I didn't watch Squid Games, but I know that was a big fad. Um, Tiger King was a big thing when the pandemic first started, but other than that, like it it hasn't really built up or or brought back the equity that it lost with all the stuff that they canceled whenever they switched how they were going to put stuff on the platform. So yeah, for me, Netflix, as much as I enjoyed them initially, it's like two or three shows maybe at the most that I'm watching regularly. Um, If you want to log on something, just to scroll the menu, Netflix is your (laughs) your spot. (laughs) Yeah, so all right, that was this week's one gotta go. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to episode 75. Before we wrap things up, just a couple more things. Uh, make sure you subscribe to your YouTube channel, hit the bell when you get notifications when we go live each week. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dumb Marks Pod. Don't forget our audio-only edition of the show is available on demand on all your favorite podcast platforms. And support the show by telling a friend about us and purchasing our official merch at ProWrestlingTees.com slash DumbMarksPod. Just one more time, I want to thank Joey Sinceri again for joining us today. If you are in the Pittsburgh area, go to WrestlePit turning up the heat tonight, or you can watch it live on Fight.TV. And just one more thing, uh, this upcoming week, March Madness is just about to get started. And this year we're going to be doing a Mania Madness bracket. Um, It's going to be a bracket designed to determine the greatest WrestleMania main eventer of all time. Our bracket will be revealed this Monday night during Raw, so uh, stay tuned to our social media for that. Our listeners, you're going to be doing the voting on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. Voting will start on March 1st, and there will be one match a day to vote on until we reach the championship match on March 31st. There you go. That's it. Best best mania bracket ever. Um, unfortunately, we don't got a side hustle down at the local bar that you can bet money on for this bracket. But you can vote and and, and be heard and, and move move who you think deserves to to advance, uh, survive in advance, as they say. 
So yeah, definitely vote and and get logged on and and hit us up on social media once once that bracket's revealed, as well as match of the day every day moving forward throughout the month the month of March. Um, Donald, I know you got gaming news to cover here before we get out of here, and I got one thing I want to pose a question on. So, um, and Chris, I don't know if you're going to cover Smash or Trash to to wrap this up, or if we're going to save that for next week. But uh, save it for next week if you want. All right, we'll say we'll we'll put that out, fat kids. Um, we'll put that out next week because that we got an intro to 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 get into next week with Smash or Trash. So we'll save that for next week's show. Okay. Donald, why don't you jump into your gaming news for the week here? Okay, a couple gaming things for everybody. Um, Call of Duty, they are not making a game uh, next year for the first time since twenty four uh, since two thousand four. They said that they um, the team Treyarch had to help with uh, Cold War. So they pushed their game back, but I think they're just doing that so they can get new fresh ideas once Microsoft takes over everything, which is good on their part because they've been doing it for like 21 straight years or something like that. Um, Halo, uh, they saying that gamers are already abandoning it because they don't have no new maps or new weapons. They're trying to get in charge of microtransactions for just skins of the characters and the weapons. And Microsoft is not happy about the abandonment at all. So Halo Infinite, came out in November, already might be dead for people. Um, Capcom on Monday, they had a big counter, and everybody thought it was going to be Resident Evil of 8 Village uh, DLC. It turned out to be the uh, announcement for the next Street Fighter 6. So gamers are absolutely pissed about that. How are you mad you get a new Street Fighter? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, they also announced that they have a Capcom fighting collection that uh, features all the Darkstalkers games and um, Street Fighter puzzle games. And gamers are mad about that. They want their Resident Evil 8 DLC. And they've also been clamoring for the original Resident Evil trilogy release, too. Um, The biggest news came out was PlayStation's uh, Spartacus. So they're answered the game pass. Um, preliminary prices came out for it. So and titles. So the one title is called the PlayStation Plus Essential. That's what PlayStation Plus is now. So it's currently that. That's going to be ten dollars a month. Um, what's, the next what's the, what's the year. Huh? What's the year? <laughs> See now, wait. You, you jump in the gun. You jump in the gun. <laughs> uh, the second tier is going to be called PlayStation Plus Extra. And that's going to have everything that the current, uh, the, the previous one had, where you get your free monthly games and that. And then you're going to have the catalog of PlayStation 4 and some PlayStation 5 games. And that's going to be $13 a month. And the top tier is called PlayStation Plus Premium. That's going to be $16 a month. And that's going to have everything the other two tiers have, plus the catalog for PS1, PS2. PS3 streaming is not going to be downloaded because they still can't figure out the system of downloading PS3 games yet and PSP catalog. And they're also going to have uh, game trials on there too. So you know how like Game Pass have first day, like new games first day on the Game Pass? Well, PlayStation is going to do that, but they're only going to give you the first six hours of the game. So Jason, if you remember, the Resident Evil had a countdown timer of how long you could play the demo. They're going to have that for their games. So say like the new God of War game comes out, you could download it, but you only got six hours to play it. Hopefully it's playtime and not 
Hey, I put it on pause and <laughs> walked away. Time. Yeah, six we don't hours know. Of play, yeah, I was just want to say, is that six hours yeah. of playtime or six it's hours of the time. game? They just said six hours, so okay. I'm not sure. Uh, there's a, a state of play coming up real soon in March, so they're probably going to announce that with the PlayStation VR 2. Those are going to be the main things and possibly a release date for God of War. Uh, now, Jason, you said the yearly prices. They're not sure if they're going to do yearly prices yet. They are just more focused oh, on I monthly. Need, need so, so we don't know. So that's still up in the air. So, that. so are we getting are we getting movies at all? They said with that top tier, there could possibly be a streaming service for movies for Sony um, Sony movies finally. And since uh, Sony owns Funimation and uh, Crunchyroll, that they're going to merge those two together, and you might get that too. So you get that whole anime thing, but that's only for the top tier. Okay, for and. Was yeah. that premium or was that platinum? That was a uh, premium. premium. Yeah, that's the top tier. Yeah. Uh, and then the final gaming thing I have, uh, eBay has the PS5 sweepstakes. So you can enter to win the PS5. You just have to sell your PS4 on their site first. So you sell your PS4 on there. You have a chance of winning the PS5. So if you don't win your PS5, you have no PS4 because you sold For it. chance. <laughs> God damn. So kudos to eBay to even getting more of your money somehow. <laughs> hey, if you, if you sold your PlayStation, you're a dumbass. <laughs> and that's all the gaming news I had. When I saw that, I died. I, I, I couldn't believe it. And people's actually doing it, too. So. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, I, I saw this week Walmart had uh, some place, PS5s available. They were doing a sale this week and got them. This this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> Jay, Chris, you guys got anything? Final yes, um, U.S. Women's Soccer settled settled their equal pay settlement. So, which is about time because they definitely outshine the men's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did it, did it say what they got, or did just that they settled it? No, nah, I, I just I didn't read too much into it. Yeah, I, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna get paid the same as the men on every like competition level. So we're oh, exactly the same. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly the same. Good. All right. Um, two quick things for me. One, um, Undertaker was announced for the WWE Hall of Fame this year. Um, we can get into whether or not he should be the only one inducted. But. ROH has also been announcing their class, their first ever class for their R the ROH Hall of Fame, and it's Brian Danielson, CM Punk, Samoa Joe, and the Briscoes. Which class is a better class? Of Which right Hall now, of Fame class right now. Oh, Briscoes, Samoa Joe, CM Punk, Brian Danielson, or just the Undertaker? Which class is a better class of Hall of Fame right now? Just Undertaker. the Taker. Huh? Undertaker. Just Taker. 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 <laughs> yes. Taker, Taker by himself trumps all four of those? He's meant more to the business than all four of them. I think you remember more Taker than you more, remember more of those other guys. He has a lasting impression that, yeah. Well, if you watch ROH from the beginning, whenever they were in it, you might think different. I haven't yeah, watched ROH from the beginning. No, so but I, you, I, I you still know who Undertaker is. I don't care yeah. if you're a diehard ROH fan. You're still an Undertaker fan. Do I think it's a great class? Absolutely. That's, yes, yes. They definitely, ROH put together a great list for their first Hall of Fame class, you know, but 
yeah, between the two, Undertaker definitely trumps them. Where's that? All right, and then lastly, lastly, I want I got a gripe and a bone to pick with the PIAA here in the state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> Yins Jagoffs hmm. voted to move the state championship games from being played at Hershey Stadium to Cumberland Valley High School. High school. High school. <laughs> Cumberland <laughs> Valley High School. You have you have uh the state of New York state championship is played up at the Carrier Dome. New Jersey, you got that at MetLife Stadium. Um Ohio, the state of Ohio championship game is played at the Hall of Fame. You had Hershey, Pennsylvania, which was a a, a good spot for the state mm-hmm. title games. I enjoy it. We've been to Hershey for state championship games. It's been there forever. Right in the middle um, of the state. <laughs> and also right in the middle of the state, one of the other bids besides to keep it at Hershey was to have it be played at Beaver Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> and then not only that, but you also have the Eagles on one side of the state and you have the Steelers here in Pittsburgh. Mm. Why in the blue hell did you select to move the state title games to a freaking high school venue? It's you go through Hansfield. What money are they getting? The high school's not paying them money. I'm sure, I'm sure someone's going to kick back somewhere. <laughs> You're not doing that for no reason. So, so I actually so, don't know. So, so is hey, that is it hey, a newer stadium you, at the high school? or It doesn't it, fucking matter. It's a high school stadium. Hey, it, all you guys, the four years that you worked so hard to get here, all the blood, sweat, and tears you put into, hey, guess what? No more Hershey kisses for you. You get to go achieve your dream of playing at Cumberland Valley High School. <laughs> You'd rather win the Whitfields just regular. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. You go through Hansfield to get to Cumberland. Is it the journey yeah. or the destination? It's the oh, destination. It's the destination. <laughs> the destination. I mean, I don't know if it if it's a better place to play. I mean, is that it's that's not? One thing, it, but, but it's not. I don't know. Though, like, yeah, if it's if it's not a good place, if it's a if it's a downgrade, then yeah, it's stupid to do it. But so so this this upcoming year, 2020, 2022 through twenty twenty five, it'll be played there. They said it had something to do with the uh, venue price was raised. The P- yeah, whatever. The PIAA <laughs> yeah, but that's like they don't action. make money. Yeah, yeah, like they don't make money. I got to play in Three River Stadium. Was it about the journey? No. I don't give a damn about the journey. Love the guys. It was about the destination. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, just play in the Beaver Stadium. Play it up there in Penn State. That's in the middle of the state almost. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I agree. I Whenever I saw that list, they said that they turned down Beaver Stadium. Well, that was just stupid. Turned down. Yeah, turned down. I mean, Hershey was great. My senior year, went up there, watched the game, didn't get the result we wanted, but loved, loved being there. You know, Beaver Stadium, Penn State would have been great because it's already set up with hotels around and everything else. It's a yes. major college campus, big-time program, everything else, like, tremendous. To move it to a high school venue. Like, what are we doing? So, yeah, the PIAA continues to just – they're the Rob Manford of high school athletics. Like, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> so, what you got, so, what yeah, you got? You got a thing. You got all of the football games up there and soccer games up there too? Said a boys so and girls soccer. I, as, yeah. as far as I know right now, the only thing that I saw that was announced was that the football state title games will be played there. I don't know if they're moving all sport championships, all sports state championships – to that venue or not, I just saw a football. Okay. So. I don't know the list, but I did see that some stuff is staying in Hershey. Okay. Yeah, I did see soccer was moving up there too. So boys yeah, and so girls soccer. Tweet, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So that's twelve. So that's twelve soccer games there. Football so, and soccer. Yep. <laughs> it's terrible. 
Just for four years. For four years. Terrible, mm-hmm. terrible decision. So you have 18 games just right out of, of high school yeah. venue. Uh, yeah, yeah. gotta take a look at this venue. If it's a nice venue, I'm, I don't mind it. But come on, man! Look, the the nicest <laughs> Cumberland don't even play in Cumberland. The nicest, <laughs> the nicest high school venues in the country, arguably, could be in the state of Texas as far oh, as high school no, stadiums. Yeah. Right? Oh, Where do they play their state championship game at? Jerry World. World. <laughs> and you're fucking moving the PIAA state title games to. Can you see Cumberland World. across the horizon? No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can see Jerry World. Just <laughs> yeah. a joke. You have so. the park and the smell of chocolate right there at the stadium. Uh, Come on. Imagine man. pulling up on a tour bus being a football player. Like, this is what the fuck we did? <laughs> Cumberland? After we just played at Hyde's Field two weeks we ago. We beat Cumberland to get to Cumberland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm pulling this exactly. up right now just to see what this football stadium looks like. Because <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. so interested right now. <laughs> All right, well, you're looking that up, Chris. Um, The quarter week this week um, is by Booker T. Washington. Success is to be measured not so much by the position that one has reached in life as by the obstacles which he has overcome while trying to succeed. And with that being said, thanks for tuning in today. I'm a Mark. You're a Mark. Tell a Mark. And until next time, y'all can catch us around the way. 